It is about to be Championship Sunday in the National Football League, one of the biggest days in sports of the entire year. And you know what they're asking us? What's the spread? What are the spreads for these two games? The buzz around the office has been crazy because all everyone wants to talk about is the NFC Championship and the AFC Championship. Can Brady do it? Can Breeze do it? Is Goff too young? There are so many storylines that I cannot wait to cover with you, Miles. And hands down, I mean, agreed here, we have the four best teams in the league. I mean, all year, these were the four best teams. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and that's what I like to see. You know, I, I'm all about Cinderella stories, but this is the NFL. We want the creme de la creme. We want the best teams there, and we have the best four teams. And what I like is that the two home teams, New Orleans and Kansas City, they earned their number one seeds. Yes, they did. Hands down. I mean, the fact that the LA Rams and the Patriots are playing this game on the road just goes to show how important it is to be the number one seed. Absolutely. The fact that... So we're going to start with the NFC Championship where the Saints are a yeah. three-point favorite versus the Los Angeles Rams. The fact that Sean Payton has not lost a home game in the playoffs tells you how important this is. I When I was analyzing this game... Part of me really, really, really wants to root for Los Angeles. It's all about the young cats, right? But I just cannot go against that one stat alone that Sean Payton has not lost at home in the playoffs. It's one of the best home field advantages in all of sports, especially on this stage. And I think that the minus three, because it's a pretty favorable line. Yeah, it's a tough matchup with the Rams, but we got to remember here, Brad, the Saints... Played the Rams at home. Yes. Middle of the season. It was one of the games of the year. The Rams came in undefeated. At one point, the Saints were up by 21. Yes. The Rams come all the way back. The Saints still win by 10. So the Rams defense is playing really well in their running game. How about their running game last weekend against oh the Cowboys? Oh, my God. Impressive. I mean, they beat the Cowboys at their own game. Yes. But here's the thing. I don't think that the Rams are going to be able to beat the Saints at their own game. No, and one thing that really alarmed me. Okay, so this whole time, I'm like, they're, they're not going to let Michael Thomas just go off. But I'm thinking, Michael. I think Marcus Peters is going to do a great job covering him. But no. They come out and they show their hand and say, Akeem Talib will be the person covering Michael Thomas in press coverage. Michael Thomas, on average, gets six yards of cushion per catch. Akeem Talib cannot shine Michael Thomas's shoes. I think the better DB in that secondary is Marcus Peters. I think Michael Thomas has a field day. I think he does as well. Uh, I think he's proven that he is one of the best wide receivers in the league, especially in crunch time. Yes. I mean, he is Drew Brees' go-to target right now. And also... Let's talk about the Eagles game for a second, the Eagles-Saints game. I think going down 14-0 to the Eagles yeah. and playing a tough Eagles defense and that Cinderella magic that they had, that was the best thing that could happen to the Saints. Yes. They were challenged, still found a way to win. And I, call me crazy, I think this game actually might be a little easier than the game that was against the Eagles I last think so week. Too. It was a tougher matchup last weekend. Yep. I think that they match up better with the Rams yep. right now. You know what I really like? You talk about Michael Thomas and his confidence, and he's the go-to guy. Okay, so they're going to score this touchdown. They are in the red zone. They're about three to five yard line. Michael Thomas is lined up on the left slot. Drew Brees throws the ball to Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas has zero separation at the time. Drew Brees threw the ball. It wasn't back shoulder. He threw it to the left side of Michael Thomas because he knew Michael Thomas would switch his hips and get his hands on the ball. That is a good receiver. That is a good combo. That is a dynamic duo. When I look at this Rams offense, they don't have a receiver like that. They don't have the crunch time receiver where it's third down, third and medium, third and six or seven. They don't have a receiver who they know they can throw the ball in their area and they will put their hands on it. It's a great point, Brad. That, that, that kind of goes right into what I was, was going to say about the Saints offense compared to the Rams offense, that the Saints have so many different looks. They're even throwing in Taysom Hill here in this yeah. offense, throwing different looks. You got the power runner in Ingram. You got Kamara on the outside. You got what you just talked about, their, their main matchup with Drew Brees and Michael Thomas. 
But on the other side of the ball, the Rams, they don't really have a lot to work with right now. They could get past the Cowboys, yep. but Gurley's hurt. Yes. He's not 100%. When C.J. Anderson's carrying the ball over 15 times in you a know playoffs, Gurley's hurt. Gurley's hurt. Yeah, exactly. And they don't really have that dynamic, those dynamic. Now, Sean McVay is a brilliant offensive mind. Yeah. He's done a great job. But I think that the Saints have every advantage right now. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing about Sean McVay that I've noticed, big games, sometimes he, he tends to overcoach. I just hope he does not overcoach himself out of the game early because you think about this Saints defense, one thing that they have proven is that they are able to feast. When games are in their favor, they start to lock teams down. And the last time, uh, this is not the spread, just straight up, the last time the road team has won the NFC title straight up was 2012. When I believe it was the 49ers went uh, and, and beat the Falcons. Uh, but it hasn't happened in a while. Dude, Drew Brees is a force to be reckoned with. Eight and six in the playoffs, 31 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. I don't care about this one and five against the spread at home this season. No, because their lines are never favorable. Yeah. Th- three points? So throw that out the window. Yeah. This might as well be a pick on. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, that, that's really what you have to think about when you're looking at those against the spread stats. Yeah, absolutely. Just be like, listen, the, the Saints at, were dominant, they had unfavorable lines. You know, I really, I really enjoyed uh, watching Taysom Hill throw the ball more often Me last too. game. That man can throw the ball really well. He can do it all. Watch out. Sean, Sean Payton only put those plays in last game to confuse the Rams because now they don't know what Taysom Hill is going to do. And they don't know who to focus on. Yep. Uh, so we're both comfortable here with Saints minus three? Yes. Benjamin all Watson right. out due to appendicitis. That sucks, but I don't think it'll affect him that much. All right. Let's get into the AFC Championship. It's going to be the nightcap. The game I really wanted to talk about. We got youth versus experience. We got a head coach who dominates the playoffs versus a head coach who's known to slip up a little. This is Andy Reid's second, third, fourth chance to secure that ever-elusive Super Bowl. Yep. I'll tell you, when Andy Reid went to coach the Chiefs, I never thought he would be in this position. I didn't But he has slowly built this foundation, this powerhouse over time. And then, and then you got Mahomes coming in here. I mean, it's, it's impressive. What, only quarterback to throw for 50 touchdowns in NFL and in college in a single season? And the spread's familiar. It's the sin that, that we have for the NFC. The Chiefs are three-point favorites at home against the Patriots. Miles, I just want to rattle off some things for you here. This is for all you guys, you stat lovers. Tom nice. Brady has played in 38 playoff games, 28-10 and 10 record in the playoffs. Does have a couple blemishes, three and four on the road in the playoffs. But three of those losses came to the Broncos when they had one of the best defenses in in, in the history of the NFL. With that being said, there are two things that I really, really like. Number one, Tom Brady has been here before. Number two, Sony Michelle is the difference maker for this Patriots offense. I actually said two things. Let's go my number three. Let me add a third one for you. Against the number one offense in the postseason, Bill Belichick is 5-1 and one and holds his opponents to an average of 19 points per game. I'm going with the Patriots, plus three. Now, do you like, uh, just out of curiosity, do you like them to win the game, or are you just going to take the points? So, I'm going to do one of those better, better protect your butt kind of things, sure. where I think the Patriots are going to win this game outright. But, I'm also going to be cautious and take the three points, because... Anything could happen. It could be a uh, a field goal to win it late by two, by one for the Eagle. I mean, for the Chiefs. So, protecting myself. I do like those uh, numbers that you brought up about uh, Tom Brady's record on the road, because what really stood out to me is that the Patriots are twenty and three in postseason home games. Twenty yes. and three, and just three and four on the road. 
they have played most of their postseason games at home. Yep. I said last weekend, after I watched the Chiefs against the Colts, and I doubted the Chiefs' defense, and I doubted them to even be able to contain a really hot Colts team. Yeah. But after I watched that game, Kansas City became my pick to win the Super Bowl at this time. So I'm going with KC, minus three, at home. The home field advantage here in Arrowhead Stadium, they call it the loudest stadium in the world, whatever. It's not going to rattle. Tom Brady. No, I don't that, think that's so. not going to be the a cold weather is not going to rattle. Cold Tom Brady is not going to rattle Tom Brady either. Okay. This is going to be a tight, close, hard fought game. But yeah. I'm still giving the Chiefs the edge because I think that just they controlled the line of scrimmage against the Colts, which was most impressive to me. The Colts came in as the hottest team in the NFL and the best offensive line in the NFL, and the Chiefs dominated them. They rose to the occasion. Andrew Luck couldn't even get a pass off, couldn't even get a first down, and not to mention their offense clicking on all cylinders. They took a huge lead and then protected it. It's going to be a little different in this game. I mean, what was it, 43-40 to 40 earlier in the season in New England? But that was in New England. I just want to say this. Changing of the guard is coming. You using the Colts as your reasoning. Okay, I'm not going to say you. Let's say I were to use that as my reasoning, it would scare me personally. Well, why Because let's not forget about that Colts team who started the team, what, 0-5, right. 0-6. But why wouldn't you use the Patriots-Chargers game as reasoning? I mean, the Patriots dominated. Oh, no. No, I'm, I'm saying the Colts, we don't know if they were a team in disguise, you know? If you look at some of the, some of the quarterbacks that Andrew Luck beat, that Andrew Luck's team beat, subpar. Very, very subpar. I mean, almost all of them in that win streak were really bad quarterbacks. But it's the NFL. Blaine Gabbert, Mark Sanchez... Uh, Tannehill. Then they played a bang up Mariota. You know that that's four out of the wins right there that I just went through. Those are all subpar quarterbacks. I'm just glad that you're not. I'm sick and tired of people saying Andy Reid is bad in the playoffs. I'm sick and tired of hearing that. Andy Reid, yes, yeah, sure he has a losing record in the playoffs. And he's twelve and thirteen. It happens. But if you look at every season, Andy Reid has had a good quarterback. And I'm not saying Alex Smith is not a good quarterback. He's not a championship contending quarterback. Take all the, the crap quarterbacks out, and let's even take out Donovan McNabb when he was 33 years old. Let's throw that out. That was one and done, Donovan McNabb, his last season with the, with the Eagles. Andy Reid is 10-8. and 10-8. and eight. So, although I'm betting the Patriots, I'm just sick, of people, sick and tired of people talking about Andy Reid because that one year with, with Mc, that last year with McNabb, he sucked. Two and four with the Chiefs. I, I just, I'm just tired of people not giving him credit where credit is due. He, sure, he's made some terrible mistakes, but, but people are acting like, People act like he's out here four and four and seven, four and six. Well, it's easy to shine the light on Bill Belichick, and it's easy to, because of his successes and to shine the light on the fact that Andy Reid has struggled. Um, but I agree with you. I'm I not mean, teetering the fence here. Yeah. I'm stuck with Patriots. I might say some crazy things like Mark Sanchez has more road playoff wins than Tom Brady. I might say some crazy things like that, but I'm going with Tom Brady here, especially what Tom Brady said after that last game. When they were asking about the Chiefs and, and how they're the underdog, he's like, it's, it's crazy because people think that we don't know how to win games or something. And he's right. If there's one guy, there's one guy out there, not to, not to win the game at the last minute, but to win a game, I'm going with Tom Brady out of every quarterback in the league to come in there as the underdog to win the game. So last year, let's go last year for a second. Yes. It almost felt like, I mean, Jacksonville was playing him tough. Yep. It almost felt like that that might have been a changing the guard. I mean, if Jacksonville took the AFC, that, that would have been yeah. something else. Um, but the fact that Brady played hurt in that game, yep. fought back, found a way to win, was really impressive. But I just keep coming back to that they were at home. And I'll be honest, these the, their home record versus their road playoff record, it got to me. And the fact that they lost to Denver twice, I know it was a great defense, 
Three but times. lost to them twice on the road in, oh, in the title oh, yeah, game. Yeah. I mean, that's something that I can't overlook. So I'm sticking with the Chiefs, sticking with Mahomes. It's gonna be it's gonna be high scoring. You game. know, I was kind of wondering like how how we would sit on the one side of the coin or not. Like I'm looking here. I, I went with with both veterans in both games. Yep. One home team, one road team, but both veterans. And you know, it, everyone out there who's betting these games. Find something about these trends, about these teams where you feel comfortable because it is the championship weekend, which means your team could lose. The team you put your money on could easily lose and there's no justification for their loss. But if you have that one thing like yours is the playoffs road record. Mine is the experience, the titles, whatever it is, pick that team, be comfortable with your bets because we're in for a wild ride this weekend. And I'm glad we're ending the show with this conversation. Let's face it. There's only three football games left. Yes. That's it. Yeah. You got to find a way just to have some fun this weekend. Yes. How, however you watch football, however that, whatever that means to you, uh, find what you're comfortable betting. Make some money. It's two huge games. Yes. Put some prop bets down. Prop put, bets. Put some, you know, I, I'm a sucker for the first quarter bets. Have some fun. I, I just throw it out there. We have three football games left. It is coming down to an end. And so all of you big-time football bettors, this is not your weekend to recoup all your losses from the season. Absolutely not. This is and not, don't think of it like that. This is not that time. This is the time to it's cherish the moment. It's your last chance to enjoy football for an entire season. So enjoy it. All right. Well, uh, just a quick preview for next week. We do have a week in between the Super Bowl, which means that we're going to do our uh, too early college football you top heard that too early top 10. ten. And then uh, the week after that, we'll be talking about the Super Bowl and some fun prop bets. So I'm so it's excited be a fun about these weeks. prop bets. Guys, listen. They're not showing Giselle more than two times this year. I know because last year they showed her three times, and it, the very last time was right before the game was over. Wait, I just assumed the Patriots were making it to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's slow down. Slow down yeah. here. <laughs> slow down here. Guys, thank you so much for listening to What's the Spread. Be sure to download our podcast on Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcast. We are live, www.whatsthespread.net. We have Twitter. We have Facebook. Follow us, like us, review us.